and welcome to Wrestling And. This week, it's a great week. We have a lot to talk about. We have Wrestling and Power Struggle. We've got Wrestling and New Japan World. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. And when I say us, I mean myself, John Ensman, at John Ensman, and at Inring Art, especially on Instagram, Mr. Justin, at Inring Art. How are you, Justin? Good evening. How are you this Good evening. evening. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm dealing with the time change like we all do. Um, yeah. It's kind of brutal in Colorado because it gets just so cold after that time change. Yeah. Um, it's been Snowed here already. cooling down a little bit here, but not too bad yet. Um, we're supposed to get some it's been rain. raining, hasn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. Rain actually is supposed to be coming Wednesday, Thursday here. So we'll see. But um, time change. Is this the rainiest year LA's ever had? I don't know. Last year was pretty good. Well, wasn't this the year where you got flooded and stuff, or was that no? That was last year. Last huh? year, yeah. Well, yeah, last year, into like last this, winter, into the beginning of this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You had a lot of but then you had the little uh, mini hurricane too. That was in August of this year. Yeah. So it's it's been a weird one for sure. Yeah. The only thing I think is we're going to start at like five o'clock out here now. Yeah. You know, same Which thing. I don't actually mind. when I, I like that. You know, I don't like it because I'm a second shift worker. I wake up at three, you know, and so it's really uh, demotivating. Yeah, exactly. It's really uh, demotivating to wake up at three and the sun is like starting to kiss the mountains, you know, already about to, you know, the the, the sunset starts happening. And it's really fucks me up because my first break, like it's nighttime, you know. So, uh, you know, I kind of dig the dark so it's not that bad well i like the dark too it's weird it's weird but you know since i sleep in so uh, i sleep in so much like i love the summer waking up late and still having sunlight for an extra you know three four hours right so but it is what it is it's part of the world although we have there is there was something in the government about this but i feel like it just never went through or something like you heard about that, right? We I, might have even talked about it on the I show. I think the U. Uh, California is supposed to st- stop it next year, but I don't remember if that's true. So California is going to pull in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I, mean, I went to. I just wish they went to Arizona. One. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be fine. Like, I, and I think the one they would pick is the one we're in now. And so in the summer, yeah, it would get dark at eight o'clock, not nine o'clock, and right. I'm fine with that. You know? Yeah. I mean, just pick one. I don't care which one it is, to be honest. Um, but I do like because, you know, oh, I get up exactly. early to go to work, and I like it not to be pitch dark when I get to work. But other than that. I get it. And, and yeah. And, just, yeah. I mean, yeah. before the time change, yeah, it's 7 o'clock, and it's dark still. Yeah. It's more of <laughs> nighttime borrowing time that is night daylight savings, really. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. And besides the whole thing, like, I've heard, like, even – Farmer, like it's for the farmers. Like no, like they don't even want it. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird American. Farmers thing. get up early. But I mean, anyway, I don't understand. I never understood that. Farmers are up early. Well, and also anyway. farmers, like the clock, don't even really matter yeah, exactly. with the farmer. Yeah. What matters is like when you can be outside working. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the important thing. It's it's a, a clock. But however, I I always tell people this. Uh, some random trivia here that we should be thankful as Americans because. China has one time zone, brother, and uh, China's a really wide country, 
Yeah. So living on the west part of China, I mean, you're waking up for work at 2.30 p.m. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's your morning. Like shit, like it, it, it's really bad. Mm. Uh, so at least we have some semblance of a system. Um, but besides that, you know, that's a little complaint. All wrestling fans deal with that, of course. You know, we, we, I, I like when I like when uh, SmackDown starts at six, still light outside, and you know when SmackDown's done, it's still light outside. It's a different time period. Do you remember? Do you remember about four or five years ago when uh, WWE had? got snowed out um is that a, it's it's very in my mind but maybe it's just a random it? raw I don't, I don't it was in the e- northeast like it was in connecticut or massachusetts they, or something what did they preempt did they preempt it with something so what they did was they just filmed it from the titan towers and they just had little vignettes so i remember one was uh, uh dean ambrose was walking through titan towers and He's like, I'm going to go for the Intercontinental Champion because he was watching, looking at people on the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, my main point is like, we haven't seen something like that happen in a long ass time, you know? Other than on, like the Thunderdome. Well, non COVID don't even count. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely yeah. remember something like that, but not really. But that sounded pretty cool. I, I, it was actually kind of cool the way they did it. You know, they got like four or five wrestlers, just they flew them into the. Uh, the the training center or not the training center the headquarters you know and they did uh no but that's now that's reminding me of money in the bank during covid when they did it in the building you remember that yeah yeah i do which like i was the only one that liked but whatever who's a dude that jumped off the building like there was a guy ray mysterio i think got thrown off the building (laughs) it was all leading to going up to the roof where the ring was right yeah (laughs) Something. And I, I was pretty sure Rey Mysterio got thrown right off the edge. And, like, he was wrestling the next week. But uh, I remember that, you know, I will say there's a little little bit of a nostalgia for that because that was when Asuka won, and yeah. then she was given the title to by winning. She won the title. Yeah, and also just that whole time, like, any kind of, like, semblance of normal that we were getting was, like, special, right? Um you know, we felt like, oh, this is, it feels, they're going to do it with money in the bank and it's going to be live. And we just felt like that was special because we were all kind of in the heart of being, you know, God in the, in the yeah. stay at home stuff, you know. It's almost traumatic talking about it. I'm sure we'll do another wrestling and COVID one day looking back. Hopefully we'll be able to look back. You know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, one of the laugh. early episodes was that, but now that we have so much it's more so time different. spaced away, uh, the reflections would be different. Exactly, and again, hopefully, uh, in our lifetimes, that's the last time that we hopefully. go through that. Although, yeah. yeah, we never know. Um, so a lot of cool stuff happened this week. Uh, we had the the cool thing I wanted to talk about. As far as big show goes, is power Where? struggle, and I, I won't, we we won't jump right into that, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what were you gonna say? No, no, no. I was just gonna, you know you said big show, so whenever I hear someone say big show, I always go well. You know what? They just did that on AEW this week. He says like we got a real big show coming up. Uh, that was like one of the Bucks said that. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and I thought the same thing. Yeah. And and isn't Kenny Omega wrestling with the big show? Is he? I think I they are. Come out and do something for a minute. 
Except like when he, dude, the way he was standing looked, he looked like fucking like Tenzon, like worse than Tenzon. Like his legs were at weird angles and shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean uh, Paul White. He's been putting a lot of, that's a big body to go out there and do the stuff he did for a while. And, you know, he, I mean, he did lose all that weight in recent years. I think he put a little bit back on, but he's still in, you know, way better shape than he was. You know, I don't know. I mean, that, that guy. Ago. Yeah. When your body is like that, it's a whole different, whole different world. I hope the best for him. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we are going to see, uh, where is this here in Ontario, California on November 15th. Uh-huh. Are you going? I would. I would. Yeah. Those shows are fun. But uh, I wonder if my sister's going because she lives there. But okay, let's see this. Uh, it's going to be, it's just the funniest match, dude. Uh, okay, it's going to be Omega, Jericho, Ibushi, and Paul White mm. versus Takeshita, Hobbs, Fletcher, and Sammy Guevara. All right. Yeah. You know, I did see that actually. That's funny. I laughed when I heard that. But I mean, Hopefully, you know, Paul White will just stand on the corner the whole time. He might punch somebody. He'll get a, and he'll get a hot tag somebody. and clear the ring, if, you know. Yeah. We know he's not going to take a fucking bump. Yeah. Like, I don't want I don't want him to. You know, I, I was, you know, kind of speaking of the whole AEW being here next week, and that's pretty cool and all. But, you know, I saw it. I was like, how much are the tickets? I was looking. And $62. I'm like, that's uh um, and that's the nosebleeds. I'm like, I I was just thinking. Really? About, yeah. Ooh, for California, they're expensive for there. Yeah, and I was just thinking, like, I'd rather watch wrestling on TV in those instances anyway. Um, that's you know, well, yeah, I I, you know, I like AEW shows. One was okay, and the second I went to was better, was great, and right. then you know that that Ring of Honor show was amazing. Yeah, um, no, no, unless but, you have like a nice intimate show um you know the arena wrestling shows the big arena wrestling shows uh you know even you know when we went to we had some pretty good how big is the toyota toyota center um it's like a mini staple center so i think it it, it was about the size of this you know what we were at with no upper level maybe you know yeah um okay maybe a little smaller you know i think it's about 10 to twelve thousand uh seats who plays there? Uh, hmm. The Kings Minor League affiliate, the Ontario Reign, play there. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little arena from what I hear. I've never been there. Um, never been to an okay. AEW show yet, so one of these days I have to do it. But uh, And it being us. Yeah, they're fun as hell, dude. Yeah. They were, they, you, were, were, were. I will say, that first couple of years, those shows were not that, were a little weird, like, you were seeing big swole, re- like just not that great. Some wrestlers were not very good, you know. But since then, like all the wrestlers are good now. Yeah, yeah, they are. And yeah, last I, 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 last two wrestling shows ahead. I've been to. Well, I went to two this year. Was was PWG Battle Los Angeles Night One, and then the GCW show in June. So those are the two wrestling shows. Next, this NXT year. Stand and Deliver. NXT March. Stand and Deliver, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. That too. So I'm in the three this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can I forget? Yeah. Um, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Oh, are also. you? Okay, cool. Yeah. I still got it, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like, you know, it was another thing too. I'm, I, you know, a huge fan of, 
uh, hip hop, rap music, and all that stuff. But I hate going to rap concerts because yeah. I think they always sound terrible. Oh yeah, no, I I no, okay, I get you, and yeah. I'm a musician, right? Like, and I actually agree. Like most, actually, even a lot of rock shows, I would rather just listen to the album. Like, rap, as far as rap goes, yeah. I've seen Snoop Dogg live, and it was pretty unremarkable, you know? Yeah. Um, um, it's just because a lot of it's the canned sound. They're not usually using live music and whatnot. But with pro wrestling, it's not, and it's not like GCW, PWG, those small, intimate, you know, just kind of warehouse mm -hmm. shows I'll, I'll go to and love to watch in person, of course. But I'm talking about like arena wrestling, like going to see, you know, Raw or something at the Staples Center or Crypto.com or whatever it's called, or, um, you know, so, you know, Form. going to WrestleMania and sitting in the nosebleeds like would be a fun experience, but it's definitely not great for actually watching wrestling. Uh, well, yeah, know. but but there's there's there is a a scale. There's a continuum there. There's a there's a gradient. I mean, like, yeah, you got your GCWs and you, uh, there. But I would not compare AEW to other like like a lot of uh, WWE shows just because they don't sell as many tickets and they hit smaller arenas generally. So I mean, right? I, I, yeah, they are arena shows, but I've never been to an AEW show where it was some weird view or anything. Like, it's always a pretty great view. Right. Well, maybe we'll see, but still a lot of money and going down to the forum is such a pain in the ass. Like the parking sucks and uh, it's kind of hard to get to. But you know, I think you owe it to yourself one day, bro. Excuses. I I, <laughs> I, th I, th I think you got to go one day because they, they are pretty damn fun. Um, Even the TV recordings. And I mean, that ROH show that I saw at the Galen Center, that was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is that maybe because it's ROH and ROH, you know, is not as not AEW, but like the ROH pay-per-view tickets were the same price as the uh, the um, AEW tickets. So I don't know what's up with that. Maybe because they were all kind of better seats because it was a smaller venue, you know? Oh, it is smaller? The the, the Galen yeah, Center Galen is smaller Center. than the Forum, yeah. I think the Galen Center, Forum's probably about 16,000, 17,000, and maybe, it, I don't know what they do these days. Um, okay. But... I remember just from a kid it, for hockey, it used to do sixteen thousand and five for hockey. Um, I don't know mm. with, since they've renovated it if they reduced the number of seats or whatever. But um, they renovated what? The when they renovated the forum when they you know. Okay. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Galen Center, I think, is only about ten thousand, and it's more of a smaller kind of intimate, you know. Basketball the Galen area. Center is like a giant ass concrete block with seats in it. Right, right, right. But like uh, the hallways are just concrete. Well, the you you were at the Crypto.com arena versus that. Yeah, that was nice. And Crypto.com is obviously a bigger, huger, more cavernous arena. No, but even even the First Bank Center in Colorado is is a little more luxurious. The Galen Center was seriously it was like concrete blocks. Right, it reminded me of being in prison. <laughs> they have that cool uh, um, skyline window though too. Oh, okay. Okay. At the gate, let's say you, um, you didn't see it where there's just like a window. I didn't see that. No, we sat on like the south end or north end or whatever and looked down. Maybe so it, it might have been there, something. but I don't know. Also, there was a lot of crazy screaming people there that night. It was really full. Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. So we got yeah. This we were talking about Paul White wrestling. Yes. Uh, like I like we said, he'll be in California. 
he'll do a uh, a little thing. I'm sure he'll punch someone like you said with the hot tag. You know, it's funny. And, uh, I've been kind of in the background this week running a lot of Halloween Havocs the last couple of weeks, the Survivor Series, and you know they had that watching whole... some old Halloween Havocs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all old, right? At this point. Uh, yeah, but there's NXT ones from oh, the last few right. years. Oh, yeah, I wasn't watching any of those, but, um, you know, the one where They're he was good. in the monster truck with, uh, um... We're talking WCW? Yeah, yeah, the monster truck with, with Hulk Hogan. Oh, jeez, man. Wow. <laughs> Let's see, Hall- what, Halloween Havoc, what? 95 maybe something like that 95 i would guess 94 and what did he do with what did he do with the monster truck and who drove it yeah can you explain a little more (laughs) no not really (laughs) like i said i had in the (laughs) background it's not even worth talking about it was so bad but you know they they basically were trying to run each other off of the roof of cobalt hall or whatever what yeah it was it was i don't i don't even it was so silly it was really bad. I don't know what they were doing, Whoa. but, uh, you know, I think Hulk Hogan versus the giant Halloween havoc. And I see a monster truck here. Yeah. So Paul white was like a kid back then. Oh huh? yeah. We forget how young he was. Um, when he was kind of just thrown out there cause he was so big. Yeah. I'm looking at little things about this. This is pretty fucking ridiculous. Uh, Jimmy Hart's running around fucking people <laughs> driving monster. Tr- what the hell? Are they, they were having a monster truck battle? Yeah. What? Silly, right? Holy shit, bro. That is amazing. There's a Hulk monster truck. <laughs> okay. Anyways, like you said, the less said, the better. Exactly. Um, uh, although I do recommend people go watch that because you ain't going to see that kind of money in any wrestling nowadays. Bad wrestling is fun, too, sometimes. It's just how ridiculous it is. You know. I mean, the the closest thing I've seen to that is like Charlotte Flair coming into the arena in a helicopter, you know? Yeah, but that was, you know, that wasn't like, that was just an entrance. But also, didn't that company like spend way too, didn't WCW like spend ridiculous amounts of money on shit and they didn't have the revenue to cover it? No, they would pay freaking Michael Buffer $30,000 to come announce, you know, ring announce. Yeah. And, uh, you know. You know, Michael Buffer's still going, too. Guy's yeah. got to be like seven. And I understand he was a huge name and stuff like that, but you do that 10, 11, in the 12 90s? times. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, know, I actually, up. dude, I, ha- I actually have this, like, philosophy. I take that back. Michael Buffer is 80. Wow. Um, I, I have this philosophy about announcers. Like, WWE has this thing where, like, no announcer is safe, right? No announcer is ever safe. You, you there's been a few like Lillian Garcia. She was she left big, on her right? own terms, yeah. Uh, you have this current one, Samantha Irvine, who is pretty popular. She's good, and then even Justin Roberts was well known and stuff. But it's like no one's safe. Everyone's always they switch people out all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just. In the Vince days, he would just get sick of hearing somebody's voice and say, "Get somebody." But but, new, but isn't know? isn't the whole thing like that is part of your brand? And WWF knew that back in the day. Well, they had like Fink, part the, the they had Fink, and and most fighting companies know this. Like there's there's a few announcers that do like most boxing. Yeah, UFC has one guy, Bruce Buffer, Michael Buffer's brother, who got the job because his brother was famous. And, you know, he does the same in- introduction every time. 
I feel like your announcer should be part of your brand, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, just like your, um, you know, commentary team is. Yeah. And, and that's one reason I do appreciate AW because you've got two people. Got, you got Justin, who's great. Well, probably one of the best announcers in the business, in my opinion. Yeah, he's good. And you have, and then you have uh, Dasha Dasha on on Saturdays, and you know that's it is what it is. You're not like thinking, okay, who's that? And the other thing is, I have a complaint. I don't like the NXT announcer. I'm just gonna say that uh, she I, she's not good. But uh, I can't say. I just want to bring. I've heard much. I don't remember anything. Do you even remember her? Nope. I don't really. She's like a lady with a deeper voice. Mm, Doesn't really stand out to me in in wrestling. I mean, I mean, I know when there's a good one and stuff, and I can tell, but it doesn't really ring with me too much. No pun intended. Really, I I I really like. I really notice that stuff. Like, I really like Stardom's announcer that that woman, Mm -hmm. and of course, New Japan's had a couple guys. I'm sure we both love them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Hiroshi, Hiroshi, you know that that sort yeah, of stuff. Great, yeah. So, um, Abe, right? Yeah, I think so. They've got they've had a few guys. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so speaking of New Japan, let's move on to the sequel to a topic we were talking about, and sadly, a huge disappointment in my opinion. We're going to talk about NJPW World 2.0. Yeah, have you played with it yet? Is it on place? Is it on in the Apple yet? I haven't looked, but I did. I think. Oh, no, I got it on Apple. The... I got, you it, got on it on Apple. Apple. Yeah, I did, and I, I watched... was it on the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I okay. and, and you watched what? I just kind of was thumbing around with Power Struggle. Um, okay. And it it let me go back on it now. I'm on it now. I hope it has where I left off. Otherwise, it's trash. Recently watched. No results found. Oh, wait. What the hell? Yeah, there's major issues, bro. And when I talk about some of these things, I'm interested in your your opinion. I did find it. Oh, no, these are... No, I got it. There you go. It did go... It did go to where I was, but... I had to kind of dig a little bit. All right. So the fir- can, can I can we jump into this? Is it on PlayStation now? And that's the thing. No, I don't think it's on anything extra, dude. It's well, it's in the Android store, and the, the app is on Apple. I re-downloaded okay. it on, and it's Fire on Roku Stick. still. Yeah, and I re-downloaded the one on Fire Stick. I haven't messed with it. I just signed in, and I had to change my password. Um, I'll 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 look. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to go into it now. I have Survivor Series 97 on right now in the background with no sound. I'm going to go on live to it on my Fire Stick and see what the video quality looks like, even though I have a shitty projector that's playing it. That's why I'm wondering if it's in the PlayStation Store. So I don't see anything about it being in the PlayStation Store at all. That's um, Or Xbox? It should be an Xbox, Xbox, right? Because that's a Windows... And it's on uh, iOS, Android, and Roku TV, buddy. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, I I actually feel like this has been a downgrade in some ways. Um, so 
One of the first things I want to talk about is something most people don't care about, and that is the back library, right? Mm-hmm. So about a month ago, I was watching Vader matches, right? Right. And New Japan had probably, on New Japan World, there was probably about 10 Vader matches, right? And uh, they had they had Vader's first match with the Noki. They had Vader's last match with the Noki, like, you know, 15 years later. Now... There are three Vader matches on New Japan World. Right. Well, I think part of that is just like when, uh, you know, WWE um, went to Peacock. They changed some stuff. They changed some stuff. But they've added a lot of that stuff. They had to re-add stuff. Yeah, slowly they started adding everything back in. So I'm playing Power Struggle now. The one thing I don't like, and it's something that was inconsistent. Oh, wait. It is continuing where I left off. Okay, that's good. Okay. But then I can't really find it. But, in but my that weakness. was the. But that was not. That's not new though. No, 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 no. Whenever I would, I stopped watching something in the middle on the Fire Stick, right app. Mm-hmm. I would have to just make a mental note or write down my time mark. So when I went back to watch it later. It would play in the same. I had to fast forward it to the same spot. Okay, that's that's annoying. Um, another thing, and I want to tell you like the outline of this. What I think happened is I think New Japan has bought a pre-made streaming service kind of UI. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, they probably just bought one that was already built out or some type of. Exactly, something for streaming for streaming right right? and so what happens is we click on i'm going to click on here i'm going to click on dominion okay yeah dominion so now we have a bar that says seasons and episodes right right which sounds like peacock there is no seasons uh and we see that dominion has no seasons as if there was never another dominion now i click on something like g1 climax final and I've got all these episodes here of the G1. So it's it's a little weird. Like, why, why is there no G1 Climax, climax Final seasons that I can watch? I, 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 I'm, conf- I'm just confused by it. Yeah, I think it's something that they're still working on that they just released too early. But yeah, why can't I just search G1 and find all the years right in front of me? Which I think you could kind of do before in a, in a janky way. Um, so when I hit Power Struggle Super Junior League, I hit episodes. Yeah, we have every one from this year, but what about the Power Struggles from years past? Um, so Oh, look, I dude, think I have it right in front of me right now. So I went to yeah. G1 Climax. Hold on. What are you doing right now? Okay, now it's doing it. Oh, yeah. By the way, there's only two power struggles on the entire service that I can find, and it's like this year's. So I go to the G1 Climax. See, that's 2023. It says series. View all. Mm -hmm. And it's all of this. This is cool. It's all of this. Yeah, and then I go to episodes of G1 Climax 33, and it is every week. It's listed, yeah. but it doesn't tell me anything. So that's else. cool, but I want to watch G1 Climax. Oh, I you get know, you. And when I say series, ninety-eight, it should, 
it should episodes. There should also be like seasons, and I can go into all the different. The years. seasons should be the year after year. Yeah, right. Yeah. right but now so, it doesn't. Um, it and then I go to. They just haven't loaded them all yet. I hope that it's that. Um, because like even like so, I'll look up best of the super juniors. I spelled it wrong, and it's no. There's no autocorrect, so we'll, yeah. we'll notice that first of all. Uh, then I type it in correctly, best of the super juniors, and nothing comes up. Okay, so I try BOSJ, nothing comes up. Huh. And another thing, so, too, that they would do this here and there. They would put the individual matches out through the G1. So it, well, they would. That's what I wanted to say. Sometimes. That's one of the issues is, is I found G195, right? Yeah. And there is no series. There's nothing. There's one match. Yeah, that could just be them not loading yet. But no, they've had instances where you're able to, you would click on a file and you would scroll and then all of a sudden it would have all the matches on there and you could just forward to it. And then they stopped doing yeah. that. And then they had, sometimes they would split up the matches so you could just watch the matches and they stopped doing that consistently. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I just want to watch one match. I shouldn't have to fast forward and find the tie mark. Yeah. Yeah. And just some more examples, Justin, as I searched Kenny Omega and you have one documentary and two matches that popped up. If you yeah. search for Chris Jarrett, if you search for Chris Jericho, nothing pops up I, at all. Yeah. I mean, those, I think they just haven't put everything on here yet and they're still uploading it. And the, you know. Yeah, I hope that's the case, but uh, but they've had months to do this. We've they've been in, they announced it months ago. I think that this is actually a downgrade um, for now. We'll see if it's better on your your apps. But I wanted a PlayStation app. I wanted more content. You know, um, you know, I pay for this. So do you. And my price has been raised. Yeah, uh, which isn't crazy. I I'm, I accept that because right. They've kept that same price through COVID and inflation and everything. It's still a bargain but, for what you get, as long as they don't go put every anything in the higher tier. So yeah, so actually, well, as long as yeah, I'm in. Just to tell you, so I'm in uh, recently watched tab, and there's four different headings: movies, and I have no available content at the moment. <laughs> Series, and then it has Power Struggle of where I left off episodes and then it has power listen to this people Li guys listen to this listeners like listen to how confusing he's describing this it series well it should be like first of all recently watched should just be right there on the main menu it shouldn't be a, yes a side tab it should be right underneath all their like live and schedule right underneath that should be Recently watched, and then you have your new releases, recommended, ranking, free video, series. Why on this main menu, when I go on, I don't have my recently watched thing. I have to go to the left, exactly, and then I have to go down to recently watched. And then when I do that, it's not there right away. Just I don't it, need anything yeah. split with movies, series, <laughs> episodes. Just have all the stuff I was watching there, like every other streaming service from Netflix to Hulu. To Peacock, to your cock, to their cock, you know? <laughs> We're talking WWE Network here. Which doesn't and in fact, even, even, in our country, at least. even, 
wrestling and? universe in Japan. I hear that's excellent, actually. That that one, like since I first checked it out, is the best. Like the, mm. the, the technology is on par with American. It's 1080p, like 60 frames per second a lot of times, I'm pretty sure. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stardom is a little more on par with uh, New Japan World. And, and even on Stardom, they don't even put out live shit until the next day a lot of times. So. Now, Wrestle Universe, and, you know, that has Noah and uh, uh, Dragon Gate. and... No, no. It's Noah, DDT, Tokyo Joshi Pro, and every company under that umbrella which is like gambare but the main ones are are ddt tokyo joshi pro and uh and noah like so new japan has what tv asahi or whatever their broadcasting entity is right does yeah. Russell universe and all those companies underneath that umbrella have yeah a uh, certain network they're on I don't know about a certain network. I know all I know is that they're owned by Abima, which is a bigger company than Bushi Road, mm. um, from what I've heard. Um, but that's really well, all I know. I don't know if they have a broadcasting partner per se. Right. I know that Samurai TV shows like New Japan and all this stuff, but um, got you. I don't know. I just know Abima. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, that is. I'm on their website now, and it's just like even the logos for the matches and stuff are just a step above and another thing too why would they launch it when there's nothing going on right after a show yeah they should have well, launched the, it I, right no, at the answer Power is struggle, I the answer is to tokyo dome's coming up that's why well they should have done it yeah i guess you wanted to give people some time to get it all downloaded and ready so but i guess they are kind of releasing it for what is world tag league next week God, yeah. Something like that. No I mean, that's the last team. thing before. Oh, there's a show. And do we have teams yet? No. World Tag League. What is this? November 20th. World Tag League. Ooh, I can set a reminder. There you it go. It starts November there are 20th. Cool, okay. So they better get those. So there teams. are. Let me say this. There are kind of cool little things. And one of the little things is you can add favorites, which is cool. I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's something. Okay. So. It's something, right? I can you go can back and look at all my favorite Kenny matches. Omega matches to your favorites, or the, you know. yeah, no, and and I went through it. I watched uh, watched an amazing Nakamura and Nakamura versus Shelton Benjamin and and Suzuki. Great match, mm. amazing nice. match. Um, Nakamura and who else? Oh, it was Nakamura and Ishii versus Shelton Benjamin, and uh, you know. I want to say this, though. After watching that match, you know how we're all like, you know, Ishii is one of the best wrestlers of all time? Yeah, some it's people like, say that, yeah. Bro, he was, like, that good before we started watching him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you watch him in, you watch him from, like, 2013. He was doing all the same shit. No, I mean, he's just this it's reliable, wild. consistent guy, you know? Just wild. Yeah, there, no, there's a, there's a lot of argument about him being in the Hall of Fame. And people are just saying that his his skills are, even though he was never a huge champion or may, drew a big house, that he's, his skills are so high that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Do you have an opinion on that? Um, the Hall of Fame, like pro wrestling Hall of Fame for Japan, right? The observe, 
the Observer Hall of Fame, which is kind of the the Observer Hall of Fame is kind of the main Hall of Fame because I mean it's uh it's worldwide. Right. You have your American, Japanese, Mexican, and it's also voted by wrestlers, former referees, anyone in the business. So it's considered kind of serious, you know. Yeah, I would put him in there. I guess. I mean, he's obviously not a household name to ninety nine percent of wrestling fans, so even Japanese people. Well, Japanese people, I would like to think he's pretty well known. Not, a, I doubt it, bro. I mean, really, he's kind of a mid Carter for like, like that's like expecting any American to know who Drew McIntyre is. Like, no one knows who fucking Drew McIntyre is, dude. But that, yeah, I mean, I would probably see a list of all the like, I don't know. It's like go ask Maria if she knows who Ishii is. Well, she probably. She's asleep probably right now, but um, <laughs> she probably would, from my incessant, like... Yeah, she's heard the name. She's heard probably. the name, and she's seen the stone pit bull guy with no neck and the high-up pants. Yeah, I, I'm, I, sure she, yeah I'm sure your whole family knows, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, but I, um, I, I don't know. That, that's my point. I, I feel like it's a real, um, not gatekeeper-y, but like very inside kind of thing where... I don't think you're necessarily supposed to consider the fact that no one knows who Drew McIntyre you, you, is. Well, you, you, you kind of are because the whole there's like you know it's it's a Hall of Fame. It's supposed to take in multiple things to account, and one of those is influence. One of those is like is how good of wrestlers are. The other is how much money they drew. See, because wrestling, yeah, right? Um, you know, so wrestling is about drawing money, like movie stars, right? So. You know, guys like that do that are well respected actors that make a bunch of art house films and they get nominated to win Oscars, but no one ever sees their movies. Well, well, or even on the flip side, the extremely popular movie that influenced everyone that's a really shitty movie and has bad acting and right. stuff, but yeah. it was so fucking, yeah, and that's the, like the Hulk Hogan, right? Right, Hulk Hogan versus uh, I don't know uh, Bret Hart. Let's say I don't know comparing. The oh two. yeah, Bret Hart being this artistic, you know, still popular but not a phenomenon in the same sense. Yeah, but a thousand times more skilled. Right, you know? and a but way I, I better wrestler and performer. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Ishii, it's like yeah, it reminds me of that art house film you're talking about, like. It's like one of the best movies you've seen uh, over and over. The director's incredible. No, not a ton of people watch him, but the quality is so high that it, it has to be recognized, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my, my kind of deal. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, so, just to back off, we kind of did a thing. So, this New Japan world, uh, yeah, Justin and I, I'm still skeptical of it, Justin. Um, we don't have much of a choice because it is what it is, right? Yeah. We don't have much of a choice. I don't have a vote in the first. Uh, do you have a vote in the Hall of Fame? No, I don't have any Bushi League stock. <laughs> right. But we should, I mean, we might want to get some. If I'm talking about my own personal experience with wrestling, I feel like a guy like Ishii has, like, he is, like, a very, like, he's always used as a mezzarine stick. And it's like, if you can't have a good match with this guy, then forget it. He's had great matches with pretty much every big star in New Japan. Uh, 
every every mid carter in uh, New Japan too. I mean, Shit. He's, had, I had, he's had great matches with Okada. He's had great matches with Kenny Omega. Nakamura. He has great matches with. I actually feel like Omega is one of his like weirder. Uh, that U.S. title match I, was fantastic, though. Okay, that one was. I thought the G1, it, that was one of those, like, because uh, he beat him in the G1 they wrestled afterwards. I, yeah, and he got his title shot. Uh, they, they, they've had, but no, he he's just, dude, I mean, he just, he comes to America, has the best matches often, like, great matches. Uh, yeah, and I want to say this other thing about Ishii, and here's, you know, we have these wrestlers that play their greatest hits, right? Your Suzuki, right? Yeah. They come out, they do the same shit. And sometimes, like, I remember after Ishii was making all this storm, I saw a few matches where it was just his normal shit, right? And I was like, ah, you know, this is sad. He got so popular, but he's just going to do his normal shit. And But then you come to find out, like, not only is his normal shit so good that it works every time, but he always has something new to surprise you, too. As in, like, as in, like, it's not always predictable what Ishii's going to do. Yeah, I mean, he does have a template, but he's, I don't know how to say it, but it's like how Osprey, you can it's always count. so different. Yeah, and let's say Osprey now. I mean, obviously this guy is, not to give too much of a preview, but the guy, it'd be very difficult for him not to be wrestler of the year in our little circle. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, and then that's the two, yeah, wrestler of the year, and, you know, even if you would say wrestler of the year, and then you would have your best wrestler of the, you know, there's like wrestler of the year who's like the, 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 the best talker, the best, you know, the best wrestler. Sure. And then there's, like, most outstanding. Like, I think this guy's going to win both this year. Yeah, and the thing about Ishii that just kind of makes him, he's just so reliable. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he's not going to be your main star, but he's going to he's he's gonna give you quality whenever he's out there. It's not going to be, like, you know, all-time great, although some of them are pretty amazing. Some of them are. Yeah, you know, like uh, the G one match with uh, you know uh, Shibata or whatever. But oh god, <laughs> you know there, there's a, well, there's almost too much to list. Like he, he if you, have we start talking about all his 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 stuff in America, everything like it's it's ridiculous. Just consistent, kind of you know, not mind blowing, but in terms of just like yeah, you know what I mean, like. I, I know what you mean, bro. He's reliable, reliable. Bro, go listen. If you're listening to this and you, if you do know a lot about New Japan, or if you don't, go watch him versus Ishii. Like, go look up one of those matches, or go look up Ishii versus, uh, sorry, TJ or uh, Zack Saber, and and go see like how he can wrestle with any style and how good he is. So go watch that. Go watch that. Piece. Um, okay, I, I, we're talking about Ishii, let's, let's make a little, uh, let's make a nice little, uh, segue here into Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi and Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr., Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols. Did you watch that one? Never six-man tag team match? Yes. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, look who's in it, right? Yeah. And I I, um, so I, I I wish I, I wouldn't have minded a title switch at that point. I wouldn't have minded one either. Although Okada, Ishii, and Tanahashi is like in kayfabe, like an un- unbeatable team in a way. 
Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, unless someone fucks up Tanahashi. Right. I mean, yeah. And I, you know, I'd love to see. Well, I don't. They're going to have to do something with it before Wrestle Kingdom because he's got Brian Danielson in the singles match. Right? Oh, that's so I, true. I Ho- could, hopefully. I, I mean, wonder if they'll if they'll drop it on um, World Tag League final or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're I don't think this team's going to be defending those at this at Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah. 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 Um speaking of that, the Danielson match, um I have opinions on this. What what do you think about this? I mean, besides the fact that like hell yes. Honestly, I'm not getting too deep about it. I know some people are like kind of skeptical of it, but I'm just really excited to see Brian Danielson in the Tokyo Dome. You know what shocked me about Brian Danielson, bro, is we've known we've always known how good he is, right? Like we've always known, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, since we started watching, we didn't see his rise through the indies, right? But if you go to Cage Match, dude, and you look up AEW, like the top ten matches are Brian Danielson matches, dude. They're not Kenny Omega matches. Really? Yeah. That like like almost every match is Brian Danielson match, and I was and I was looking through them, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that that kind of makes sense, right?" Like it's like Danielson versus Zack Saber, Danielson versus Okada, Danielson versus Omega, Danielson versus uh, you know, wow, and yeah, I mean, you go back and watch those matches, you're like, "God, this guy is almost even better than I gave him credit for." Um, and, and that's not saying I agree with everything they say on on cage match, but it's just like I almost took him for granted in a way like, yeah, he's from WWE. He's really great, you know. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm pretty paranoid about his injuries. Um, were you watching Daniel, Daniel, Brian, Dan, eh, Daniel Bryan when he came back from his injuries in, in WWE and he he like like he couldn't wrestle and shit. And then he said he was retired. Did you watch that period? Yeah. I did. That was hard to watch, dude. Yeah, and you know, leading up to when he won that ladder match, right? For WrestleMania where he won the IC title. Yeah. That's, and then he got he, he yeah. was like in the Royal Rumble for a minute, right? Yes. I, I might be getting it mixed up, uh, but like he had his injury, he came back and then like he retired and I just remember it was hard to watch, dude, because you're like, This guy's gonna die. And I'm starting to feel that way again. Like every couple months, it's something else, bro. Well, uh, I'm not an not, athlete. I don't know. It's not, um, you know, an eye orbit is one thing. And it, it was just this one was kind of a run of an, a broken arm and an eye orbit. It wasn't a head. It was well, this an eye. Well, orbit that, and that's what people. That's what melt freak injuries. That's what Mel. That's what Meltzer says is like. Nah, it'd be one. It's one thing if you injure the same thing over and over. Yeah. Like, but if you're like Adam Cole. It's like an ankle or a fucking orbital. Like, that's random. Yeah, I think his last few injuries were very random and just kind of But then again, how random is it? Because fucking Okada gives a 100 people a, a body splash every year. Uh, and yeah, the one like guy that he breaks his arm. That scares me, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, there was a lot of... When he came back and he was doing those drop kicks into the... Um, you know, he does the corner. Yeah, into the corner where he basically lands on the, the back flipping of his head drop kicks. Yeah, 
those made me really nervous yeah. when he first came back and it was like, yeah, well, maybe you don't have to do that. Um, so I, I think that they figured it out though. I think that cause Brian, uh, Daniel, uh, Danielson can, could work a Zack Sabre junior style the rest of his life. You know what I mean? If oh he yeah, to. for sure. So I think they figured it out because notice the story of this Danielson matches. I'm going to break your arm, right? right? That's the story. So I, I think we're going to see a, a very, very technical style here with with not all sorts of psycho knees and fucking head butts off the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it'll it'll work. It, it'll be good. And I, like I said, I'm very excited to see a Brian Danielson um, Tokyo Dome entrance. I think that'll be a lot of fun. And I'm just not dissecting it any deeper than that because, you know, that's just something I choose to you focus on. You should just take a step back as a wrestling fan and just enjoy what you can enjoy. You're like you're getting Brian Danielson at the Tokyo Dome. How cool is that? And you know him wrestling Okada. You could say, "Oh, the first one wasn't that good. They don't seem to have good chemistry." All that. I liked I it. it. I thought it was great. Oh, it was fine. It was fine. It was great. I didn't even you know? know he broke his arm, bro. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was a good match. It was. Good. It was. It was amazing. But um, it wasn't like. Yeah, it wasn't like a Okada classic but it was a very good match yeah and i think this one should be better um just on the fact that both of them hopefully will get through it without having a broken limb and um yeah i mean man i just okay. i think it's cool that he's going to be out there in the tokyo i zone. love it it's not quite like him better. being in the g1 but it's pretty damn close it's not quite like that but also i don't want the guy in the g1 right? i don't yeah. want him in the g1 dude let eddie kingston go back into the g1 like not, not Danielson. Eddie Kingston has shown that his body is a fucking rock. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, the I dude's defending he, his title every week. Yeah, but he's pretty worn out by it. I could tell. Could you? Yeah, I think he he had to come home and have surgery, and I think he had a little bit of an injury he's been dealing with. He's been banged up. I know that lately. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, I've heard he's been banged up because he had to stop doing indies. Okay, he just wrestled for New Japan in the today, didn't he? No, I know, but that's he's been not doing any indies. New Japan, well, I guess some people will call it an indie out here, mainly MJF. But no, he's uh, no, he's been he stopped doing all the indies. <coughs> okay. Interesting. No, but I think he is. Um, he, he was a little banged up when he came back, of course. You know, well, that's okay. Jeff Hardy doesn't do indies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Except um, he is doing one indie this year. He's doing WrestleCade. But that's because I just listened to Matt Hardy's podcast. Highly recommend it, people, if you want positivity in your life. And, he's uh, got he's a podcast. Is he doing it? Is he? He's fully back and everything, right? Matt Hardy? Oh, I thought you were talking about Jeff. No, I don't think Jeff wants to talk. Like on a fucking podcast, dude. Okay. No, I listen to Matt Hardy's podcast. It's like the most positive wrestling podcast you could ever. All he does is talk, say good things. Mm. You know. Okay. He'll be like, "Yeah, well, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't called for dynamite this week, so I'm extremely happy. I got to hang out with my kids at home. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, huh? It's all great stuff. He's he's yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to go on about that. I would rather talk more about power struggle. Uh, the next topic I want to move on to. Is there's a lot, man. 
so we had that six-man tag team championship. Now we're going to talk about one of the biggest changes, perhaps a much bigger change than Wrestling World. What could this change be? What has changed about New Japan shows, Justin, that is a major change that we haven't seen in years? Can you guess? No. Tell me. Walker. Oh, yes. We have a new announcer. Yes. I got some I got some stuff to say here. Mm-hmm. And Walker, what's his last name? Stewart. Walker. Walker Stewart. Yeah. If you're listening here, you know, um, you probably know more about wrestling than me. What do you think, Justin? What do I think of his announcing? What did I think? I thought he so did, so far. I think he did, he did a great job. Um, I know he's got a learning curve. He's got a long way to go. The guy's only twenty one years old. Think about that. Okay, that's kind of crazy. I didn't know that. He's twenty one. I know. didn't know that. That and that was his that's... first trip of his life he's ever taken to Japan. Okay, so you seem to know some recon on this guy. Do you know where he was wrestling or where he was announcing before? Uh, was he doing football or baseball or not, college not sports? Really. Or what? I know he has some type of wrestling background. I can tell in the way he does it. Um, you know, people are saying his knowledge isn't quite there. The product, and that's fine. He's going to learn. But for, I couldn't imagine myself at 21 years old being launched into that level of a profession like that. So let's give him, he's got a good sounding voice. You know, he sounds like yeah, you say that level, but this is new Japan. We're not talking WWE, man. What do you mean? I mean, this is what I'm saying is like, you say this level, that level, but we're talking low money wrestling compared no, to but other. I mean, he's companies. been given the responsibility to work for an international company and announced to, you know, yeah. a good, what? I don't to know. A hardcore fan base. I will say people? that. Yeah, of of like I said, hardcore fans. Yeah, but that's because if you're a new most, Japan fan, uh, like you're not those in this world where you're open for scrutiny. This isn't this isn't like doing minor league baseball. Okay, you know, okay, I'll and give you that. Years I, old, I just he's not even he doesn't I doesn't even have a college degree yet. You know. Yeah, you're yeah, you know you're right. Most people that I look at twenty six years old, I consider children. Um, and yeah, I, you know, think, and like so said, when we're think, talking about, think about someone even younger than that, think about yourself at 21 years old. Yeah, I was a baby. Yes. And <laughs> to put yourself in the position to have a job like this and not yeah, where you have terrible. to show up and it's, yeah. you have to fucking take a flight out and all this stuff. You're and, right. You're right. And I didn't know that. So I appreciate that. And, that... and not be terrible at it because he was very good. And yeah, I think he's, so, a, he's a guy that's going to work with Kevin and Kevin's going to kind of tutor him here and there and probably has a lot of conversations with him. Um, Cause like I said, I, I felt I, like I Kevin wasn't so. just going to hand it off to, he probably took pride in wanting to make sh- vet whoever they were going to hire. And I thought he did fine. And I know he's got a learning curve, and he's the first one to tell you that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I the thing I tweeted was that uh, he has a long ways to go, but that he's off to a great start. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and, you know, something I realized is we talk about gatekeepery and stuff, and I realize how gatekeepery I am about this position because of fucking Kevin Kelly. 
And, you know, when you have Kevin Kelly for six years or whatever, it's just like, oh, dude, like, you know, you don't you even want anyone else. You're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple things. Um, one is that in New Japan generally, except Ian Riccoboni, although he has matured, too. He's much better than he was. Mm-hmm. It's it's the, the the fake announcer voice. Um, you know, I, I I I get it in a way, but I feel like a lot of the best wrestling announcers learn to tone that down a little bit instead of doing the whole thing where, you know, it's, yuck, this right? is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would, uh, you know, I, I, his, his Twitter handle is like silky voice or whatever, or something mm-hmm. like that velvet yeah. voice. And uh, he, he's got that great, you know, kind of, I, I don't know how to, it's that sports broadcaster, typical sound. Um, I, I would tone that back because uh, that's just it's kind of in vogue in wrestling. Like uh, we were talking about Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino, some of my favorite announcers of all time. And they didn't really do the whole like, and then he's moving. It's like they just kind of talked. And that's the and, kind of um, thing where you're absolutely right. A lot of if you hear old, especially like, I don't know, Tony Schiavone, all that, they would have that. And they always tone it down as they mature, and I yeah. think he'll do the same. Well, Ian Riccoboni, I think, is the best example because he had that for years, and really, the, really did the whole move here. And then now he kind of still, but he just he gets so passionate that he just talks like himself, you know. Yeah. And that's why people want were heard him on Collision, and we're like, oh, bring him back, bring him back. Because I think a lot of times younger broadcasters do that to compensate for their lack of experience or their they, uh, lack of they have the voice they have it i could see that like hey i already got the voice as he gets more relaxed yeah and yeah and that's what i'd like so that, that was worry. 21 and the guys uh, by the way well and there was he's like six foot six that, that was another thing that i thought and this is coming from a a big guy myself is is there's kind of, I guess this is New Japan, but, you know, and Jim Ross is even kind of a big guy. But, you know, in, in like WWE, they have a they have kind of a deal about how their announcers look and stuff. Yeah. Um, You, you don't think that's any kind of thing in New Japan, right? I mean, Kevin no. Kelly was a bigger dude. And no, no, I think it has okay. zero. Um, zero effect on things. No. As long think. as he performs. And he's not a guy that's doing stand-up interviews with wrestlers anyway. So I could see you're saying yeah. well, he's taller than all these wrestlers. That's a bit of a concern. Um, you know, I just, look, I I, not, I, I know yeah. W wrestling is a is a very look based industry. I'll put it that way. Yeah, but and not again, with this in New Japan, in New Japan, or everywhere but WWE, really. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess it just depends. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. I guess, and there's a deeper context. Uh, there's a deeper talk we can have there about wrestling and you know the stereotypes that wrestling companies do make. But again, maybe that's just WWE mm-hmm. because we, as we've been fans, we've realized that WWE is influenced so much that we've got to realize they're not the the say the final say, right? Like just because no. they do it doesn't mean it's normal, right? No. Exactly. So, but uh, some other things about Walker is been uh, I followed him. Did you? Yeah. I did. Um, and uh, 
very active on Twitter, just talking up mm-hmm. New Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, do you guys like this move? Do you like, you know? Like Second that. of all, he's... Yeah. I like that. Uh, also, he says that he he's doing editing, video editing for New Japan, too. So... Hell yeah. No, he said, I'm not just an announcer, I'm an editor. And he's editing, like, fucking editing, uh, you know, some videos of, of uh, Despy and stuff like that. So, and see, that's the exact get that, kind get of that thing. extra money. That's, that's the younger mindset, too. Yeah. And I don't, th- I, I feel like they're not paying him a lot <laughs> to do what he's doing. Oh, probably. But probably not. He's not Kevin Kelly. He's 21, dude. They're going to pay him as little as possible. He's probably getting like, you know, 2,000 bucks a trip or something. But I think. Well, they're going to pay for his, his flight, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I feel like, um, they needed a guy that's going to be real active on social media and it's going to, you know, drum of excitement. And he's totally that guy. Yeah. And the person that's probably, uh, I don't know how new Japan works, but I'm guessing that Chris has a lot of say in a lot of this stuff too. Yeah. We've always, we've all guessed what his exact role is with the company but I think he, he has, he's pretty uh, ingrained. Well, look, he, he almost got kicked off of fucking commentary and the company made an executive order to put him back on commentary. Maybe that, and, did that have a lot to do with uh, Kevin Kelly? Wanting him? Yeah, 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 for sure. But I was just saying he's he's important in that way, um, yeah, and I obviously think he, he does a lot. And of obviously he too. he's learned a lot from Kevin Kelly, and his announcing is just great, telling the stories, uh, including the story of say you know John Moxley versus um, Okan. Now, I want to talk about that. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. John Moxley versus Okan was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. It was an immediate countout. Well, then they changed. They, it they into started. A false well, hang on. Hang, hang, I'm talking about the first match. Uh-huh. They started brawling outside of the ring, and it was an immediate countout, and the match was over. Yeah. One of the worst matches of the year. I'd give it a one out of five. What do you say about the next match after this? I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And they immediately restarted, right? Yeah. You want to talk about it a little bit to the people? It, it was basically, uh, you know, one of those walk and brawls. And, uh, of course, Moxley bled. And they cut off the ponytail. I, just, I thought it was fun. Do you have more to say about it? No. What more is there? What? I do. Okay. I do. For, well, first of all, there, uh, you the, the one of the best parts about this match is was that we talked about COVID earlier. This was like the match, the first match like this since COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not the first, but well, I'm not going to lie, dude. They, yeah. This was a total crowd interaction. Get the fuck off your seat. Give me your chair. I'm talking, We, I, I probably 100 Japanese people were displaced <laughs> during this match, right? Yeah. Minimum. And I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it. I loved the uh uh the whole match because we're talking we're talking each dude was thrown into the crowd of people. <laughs> they had to like move like twenty people out of the way and like you you were having guys thrown into entire 
chair configurations. Um, so so I thought it was a, now one of the funniest parts of it was at the end when Moxley won, uh, Marty Asami goes, he's so short that he went to stand on a chair, uh, and you know, say, you know, match over. Right. Mm -hmm. But he tripped on the chair, the chair fell over and he fell down (laughs) because it was like a pile of chairs. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, that was pretty great, too. So, yeah, this match, you probably had 100 Japanese people that had to get new seats. You had chairs, you know, like playing bowling with chairs, right? Right. It was fun. And then the hair hair thing, too. But the hair thing was a little minimal because it was like half the half of the um, ponytail. Yeah, he still had plenty left. Yeah, but still. I see that the announce the announcer had it. The announcer was given the braid. Did you know that? Maybe he was going to donate it to Locks of Love or something. <laughs> well, he was he was holding it with chopsticks, and the first uh, Japanese commenter said, I wonder how it tastes. Um, so from that match, we, uh, we moved on to the uh, junior tag match. What do you think? Another really good match. I mean, Catch Twenty Two is awesome. just a really great tag team, and they're um, just great. And and yeah. Kanemaru is great. Yeah, and sh- shows g- g- a good heel. Uh, he's better as a babyface, but uh, these guys, these guys kicked ass. And like you said, Catch Twenty Two, like God, TJP at his age, he just wrestles like a young man. He looks like a young man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's like a, one of the unsung heroes. Just how long is he going to go for? I mean, he's in his late thirties, so probably can go at least a few more. Years, like I don't know, seven, eight years. Like he's so like, he's in his late thirties. Yeah. I I think the reason he seems so old is just because he started so young, right? Like Very at sixteen young. or whatever. yeah. So these guys like Rocky Romero. You can go back and watch Rocky Romero versus Okada in like 2000, whatever, in fucking Mexico. Go watch that guy. See, Okada weighs like 120 pounds, you know? TJ Perkins is 39 years old. Jeez. Well, you know, he, he's kind of like that Omega late bloomer, but like been around a while. And uh, I mean, not late still bloomer, kicking ass. late just. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch him when he was in his 20s, brother. I mean... But he was in WWE and shit, right? Yeah, he was in that Cruiserweight Classic. No, I mean before that. Um, I don't know where he was. He was like a PWG regular and stuff like that. I know that. And maybe oh, dude, why honor. do you think uh, him... Why do you think him and Brian Kendrick won those championships? Because they were in WWE in the past, right? He did Ring of Honor, too. No, I don't think he was ever in WWE until he went to. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Into the until that classic. cruiserweight. Thing. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's pretty surprising. Um, yeah. Unlike Evan Bourne. Well, I mean, honestly, you know who that is? Yeah, uh, Seidel, Matt Seidel, right? Yeah. I I, I really yeah. think when they did this cruiserweight classic, they really went all out to find guys that never would usually be wwe and they totally did it for people well they they took that that was like the one tournament they took totally serious yeah they they got like literally all the best 
people under 205. Like, it wasn't a WWE thing. It was like, they literally grabbed, like, every indie wrestler. That was, You know what I mean? From Zack Sabre Jr. to Bushi to Metalik, all those. I mean, it was incredible. Like, I really want to, I don't think I really appreciated it for what it was back then. I, I kind of did, but I also knew that, like, it was going to be some bullshit. And it was. I mean, Brian Kendrick won the whole thing. No, no, no. But uh, CJ, CJ Perkins did. Huh? The Cruiserweight Classic? Yeah. Yeah. TJ Perkins won. Okay. Uh, I don't even think Brian Kendrick okay. was in it. Well, then what am I thinking about Brian Kendrick? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe it's that he won the championship soon after. He okay, did. I'm getting he mixed up. Yeah, did, you're, yeah, you're... you're, you're and I remember thinking like he, there was some bullshit there, but you're right. Yeah. TJP won. uh, having a bad, weird time around that period though, with like people saying he weighed too much, some weird shit going down there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just one of those guys that, uh, not really a, not really a big fan of the whole WWE. Who's that? Uh, TJP. Yeah. Well, I know that he kind of left. Um, there was rumors that like, he showed up with a bunch of tattoos and didn't tell anyone and they got upset at him and fired him. But I don't know. He kind of denied that, but um. well, there was talk about him, him having like not working out and shit too. I don't know. Um, okay. Not working out like physically or like just from a physically. Oh, like, Hmm. like gaining weight. Although if I was in WWE, I would probably gain some fucking weight too, dude. In the catering every day. No, I'm talking about, like, just wanting to get bigger. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole thing about uh, fucking Rey Mysterio weighing, like, 70 pounds more than it needs to. <laughs> okay. Um, Takahashi versus Ishimori. I thought this match was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. It was great. It um, was awesome. It was, uh, what a classic. Takahashi and the best of their matches they've had. Uh, I think that the best of the Super Junior Finals when when Takahashi got thrown down the stairs was still my favorite. That was good too. Yeah, both really good. But I, I, I you know, at first I was like, ah, Takahashi's wrestling. Uh, I'm not that interested. I was like, oh shit, he's wrestling Taiji Shimori. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm watching this thing. And, yeah, well, uh, it was Murray, uh, You know, I was like one of those. It seemed like it was just kind of a retread, but it was really good. When you think about who's wrestling, you you like you immediately real, realize it's a must watch. Um, I mean, Ishimori is is hot and cold. He's mainly good, but right. he kn- he's known to have stinkers with the wrong person. But we know that him and Takahashi are just like they know what's up. Um, God, and Taka uh, Hiromu's fucking his lariats. It's like talk about underrated. Oh, like people are like, you no, know, they always, so. always. I'm a Hiromu guy. You know that. Well, how could you not be? I mean, people talk about, you know, oh, Shingo's lariats, but Takahashi just, since he's wrestling with juniors, it just looks like he murders them. And I love the finish with the roll-up. Yeah, it's that was cool. The nameless Hiromu roll is what we call it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was great. I mean, that was, overall, we're talking about a pretty good night of wrestling, so. Oh, dude, this, you know what, man, this... Power struggle was 
such great New Japan. And I mean, like, this was one of the best shows I've seen in so long. And uh, I mean, now I, I, I just I didn't watch Dominion. OK, so I missed that one. Hmm. Maybe I should have. But this match was just this this show, like I got off work and got to watch it. So it reminded me of like getting off work and, and you know, your favorite football games on TV. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I got off work and I turned it on and man, I just I had a great night this night and it was topped off by Osprey versus Shota. Yeah. Unbelievable. This match was unbelievable and it's definitely it was unbelievable. Giving me a lot of match of the year vibes. I yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch because that first Osprey Omega match also like um, I was like in shock after that. But this I could not believe like like take what you thought this match should be. Multiply it by about three or four. The counters, the 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 unpredictability of this match, the physicality of the match, the the violence at times. Yeah. Um, and this was just like. And the storytelling, especially yeah. with their matches back in England, uh, you know, this was a long match. It was a serious match. Um, want to talk about any of your favorite parts or more more stuff you liked about this? I mean, I really felt like they could have let Shoto go over in this. I think it's time. Yeah. And I was a little disappointed. And we'll that. see. Um. Well. Wasn't a big fan of what they had happen afterwards either. Um, it's funny that you say that because uh, Meltzer said it is the best angle he's seen in months and months and months. I'm, um, I'm not, and I also was not a huge fan, um, but it's he I'm brings not, up the point that they, uh, any company has to look out for their future. Yeah, but they didn't because I think Osprey's got one foot out the door and... Shoto's your future. I don't think no, it's David Finley or John Moxley. I think Finley in the immediate. Well, yeah, I think Finley in the immediate time, and then maybe well, then you, the. You I know, mean, Shota is so young, bro. He's twenty six. He's not old. He's not. I know, 11. but he's I know, not, but you can give him. He's not. But even, you can still give him the two. Announcer. You could still give him two or three. Yeah, but we already yeah, but admitted they, that's a fucking random. They're going to need him now. They're going to lose a lot of people next year. Naito's having another dude, eye surgery. Dude, dude, you have Shota. You have Tsuji. Yeah, use him now. You have Okada. Tsuji's 30. Look, you know? I'm, sure, I'm sure this stuff's going to happen soon, but, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying this is the best idea at all either, but Jay, uh, not Jay White. I'm so used to saying that. Uh, Finley... Broke the belts apart. So they're going to have a new belt, whatever that may be. Mm. It's the rehash of the Intercontinental. Or um, whatever. They're, they said it's going to be another title. I don't think it's yeah, going to be IC. Red belt. Red belt three or whatever. Um, well, so we're going to have Osprey versus... But but also we're ha we are getting Moxley at Tokyo Dome too. So don't pretend that's not awesome. Even though he's going to lose. I and fuck, he you, could win. Uh, I just got... You know, I get an alert when PWG tweets, so I got kind of a um, breaking news about them, if you'd like me to read it. Um, I'd imagine this is Super Dragon or someone talking about it, but 
I don't know if you've kind of realized, but PWG hasn't really run a lot of shows this year, outside of I do know that. Battle a Battle of Los Angeles, and then they did another one a few months ago, but they haven't really run that much. Well, yeah, one of the people that runs the company works for a wrestling company now. No, well, he he, yeah, that's part of it. But I think it's it's not just him that does it. I think a lot of it is still Super Dragon that runs a lot of that stuff. Um, so did he say an excuse or well, an explanation? He just said, I know a lot of you have been wondering what is going on with PW Dream and why there has been many events this year. My girlfriend has been very sick and battling an aggressive cancer since earlier this year. It's been incredibly difficult for me to focus on anything else. Uh, recently, Whoa. things took a turn for the worse, and I need to take some time away from wrestling. There will be no. I thought we were talking about Osprey versus Shota. No, I well, I just got this alert over my phone, so I thought it. You know, we're just right. now. Yeah, just now. Yes. Okay, so this is an emergency notification. Yeah. Here's what's going on with PWG guys. Listen. Yeah. Uh, he, his recently, girlfriend has cancer. Yeah. Recently, things took a turn for the worse, and I need to take some time away from wrestling. There will be no more PWG events this year. We will return Damn. as soon as possible in 2024. Thank you for your support. So it's horrible. Yeah, sorry, Super Dragon. That's I'm assuming who it is. Um, yeah, so that's one of the reasons why we haven't seen a lot over. That is the reason we haven't had a lot of PWG this year. When they usually run about every, I don't know, at least every two months, if not. Every and you being a California boy too, you 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 kind of notice these things. You've been yeah. to a bunch of them. When they've only had three the entire calendar year, that's very little. Usually they're about six and, and or seven deep by now. You know what's kind of fucked up too is you know this is wrestling and where in wrestling if you know if one wrestler is injured or takes some time off for whatever reason another wrestler will try to take their spot. Um, now I I just I, I hate to say this but you know I I I know PWG is kind of historical at this point. I wonder if other indie. Companies are, you know, trying to get it more into this indie all-star kind of game. But uh, I don't know. GCW um, certainly comes to GCW, the yeah. Yeah, they're trying. Um, but there's a, there's a huge difference between GCW, a touring brand, and your... I'm going to say your CMLL compared to your, G, your GCW, where it's like... Or, or wait, Gorilla... Well, let's be honest too. Uh, PWG is not PWG. A brand. Sorry, PWG is not. A that's what I know. That's why. I, that's why so. I'm comparing it to CML. I'm saying they have their shows in their space, and yeah. they do their shows only in their space. Yeah. And people go fucking watch it because it's always awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is replicating that besides PWG and obviously CMLL, who does it even better than PWG, but. I love that idea, just wrestling in one spot and people come to see you, you know? Yeah, and like I said... Who else can do know, that? When I went to PWG, people literally come from all over the country to go to PWG. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a few people there out of country. Yeah, they might make it out there. Like, there's people that live on the East Coast that fly out to LA every time PWG yeah. runs just to see it. That's something I realized going with you to this WrestleMania fan meetup is a lot of wrestling fans have a lot of money to spend yeah. on wrestling. Or they choose to spend their money on wrestling and not... Uh, still a lot sometimes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's about what you spend your money on, right? 
not how much. I don't know. Have. I met like three or four people that uh, got fan the fan experience and met all the wrestlers stuff. But you're right. If you can save it, put it aside, throw it on that per year, and that's what you like. Well, and fucking good for a you. A lot of people can just you know go online and get a three thousand dollar credit card and max it out for a weekend too. That's keep that in mind. That's fair. There's a lot of that's irresponsible fair. things that people will do to do have fun too. Great, great point, Justin. Yeah, that's kind of how I pay for us uh, our space on this podcast for our internet space. I've maxed out my two thousand dollar credit card for this. I hope you have it. Thank really? God, thank God we get no. God, <laughs> I just pay per month. It's not much. Um, yeah. So moving back, stepping back. Yeah, that's sad about Super Dragon. Yeah. Hope the best for him and his family. Um, the Will anyway. Osprey match we both we yes. both agreed was great match of the year contender. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Um, I'm gonna have to watch a bunch of stuff coming up here. Um, before we get out of here, though, I wanted to tell you about my uh, sports betting fiasco. Yeah, man, I am. I I saw you doing. You're, that. Um, you're worried. I know you're worried. I am not a betting guy, and I don't like sports bet. I mean, I've made my bets on sports. Don't get me wrong. Very few, and I I hate gambling, but I've done it for fun here and there. I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I, 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 one thing I t- tell people, you know, I'm a big, I watch the NFL, I watch Major League Baseball, I watch hockey, I'm a huge sports fan. And there's one thing that I don't like these days, and I don't like how mainstream sports betting has gotten. I don't like I, that. I, 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 I actually agree with you. And part, you know, that is part of the reason I kind of did it is because so many people do it now that I kind yeah. of uh, fell into the um, and also I I agree in the sense that it's not sports betting per se, Justin. There's a combination of sports betting and sports betting advertising that. Yes, and that has fact, become legal. Yes. Um, And if you you know, you can't advertise cigarettes on TV, right? We know that you haven't seen a cigarette ad since maybe your whole life or since you were a baby i mean so definitely it's been a while but i and don't it was like, that same way for it was that same way for gambling for many years but now it's changed and there is a ridiculous proliferate plur- proliferation of ads for betting now and i don't like them you know when i watch the pregame shows and just hearing sports analysts talk about the spread and you know, parlay. Bets you're not. You're not trying to watch that. You're not trying to hear about that I, on just, on your preview shows. I don't like that. There's pro sports teams in Las Vegas either. Uh, oh come on! Come no, on. it's man. a huge it's, city, dude. It, it, no, it's a huge uh, city that deserves to have. But there's, it's just right at the front of the whole gambling thing, and where other place to corrupt than Vegas? You know. Yeah, but but this is that's what kept this them is from a, having one for so long. Look, and I usually, I agree. You couldn't bet on like UNLV games, like they wouldn't. There's I well, I have a whole thing about that too. I I don't, I really don't like how much you can bet on college. You can bet on you can Justin, you can bet on a college game that has like three people watching it. You know, and now they're telling ESPN is telling their writers, like their beat writers, that get a lot of inside scoops and all that stuff that they don't want them betting. They're not allowed. So fuck. No, I'm just saying right? that like it's become so mainstream that I and I just I, I don't know I don't like hearing the DraftKings commercials. It, I think it's irresponsible to be honest. And you know, look, Justin, yeah. you can smoke cigars. You can smoke cigars once every couple months, or you can smoke them every day. 
Some people don't have problems with it. Many people do. Yeah. I do think the ads are annoying, but I think having a blanket dislike for it all, it's not going to work in this society because it's become oh, so, I mean, you're, you're just going to be angry right. all the time. I'm just saying I don't like it. That's all. Yeah. I'm not saying they have uh, to well, stop did I, it did I, well, whatever, So when I sent but... you those texts, you, did you think like, oh God, not him too? No, well. You must have I, a little bit. Like, oh fuck. No, 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 no. Because, um. It was just like, oh, he sports bets now. Like it was more of like, uh, do you know enough about what the, you know these games and stuff to make bets? So n- n- the the answer is no. And also, <laughs> I I went and watched a bunch of videos on um uh, people who ruin their lives on sports betting. And that made you like interested to do it yourself? <laughs> no, no, actually, uh, no, no. I watched those when I started doing it. I was like, all right, what oh, behaviors yeah. would show that I was like being irresponsible? Now, I will say there is some cool stuff. There are some legal stuff. The betting companies, one is, you know this, they have to give you tons of resources um, to not bet anymore or to quit betting. They have and to. they're legally required to. And so what happens is you call 1-800-STOP-BETTING and they're like, hey, do you want to stop betting? You're like, yeah. They're like, are you sure there's a really good parlay today? So that's that. No, that doesn't really happen. But... um. The other thing is that they did let me say how much money they were allowed to take from me per month, which is kind of cool. But it, anyone could just get a new app, you know? Sure, of course. So uh, the, the thing that kind of made me that I liked about it, bro, is they give you so much free money to fuck with. And then right. I fucked with the free money and then I just deleted the app. So that's yeah. what I did. Good job. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do three of these apps, get free money, and then delete them. So I already tried one. I lost all my money because everyone loses their money. Statistically, dude, like 99.9% of people will lose their money, right? Otherwise, those things wouldn't be in business. Uh, uh, Exactly. It it wouldn't make any sense at all. House always wins in the long run. House always wins. And especially with sports, especially on certain sports like college sports where they're almost unpredictable. Uh, for example, I put money on Air Force, right? I put mm-hmm. some. F- when I say funny money, I mean their money. But if I win it, I get the cash. And they they do this to keep you gambling, oh, right? Or they do it to draw you in. To draw you in, yeah. They want to. They're like, oh, this feels so good. We want you with this free money. But like I said, I used the free money, deleted the app, and I did make twenty bucks off of their free seventy five, which shows how gambling how it works, right? Mm-hmm. So. I did a f- I did a few of the bets and no I'm I don't know enough about the sports but also even if you know a fuckload about the sports Justin you're still going to end up probably not winning. Exactly. Because yeah. Because the Kings were supposed to win that game the other day. Yeah. They're the best team in the NHL. Or the well, no, I'm sorry, the Golden Knights. Right. Golden Knights. And and I mean there's stuff like that. And also it's just so random. So look man, I'm having a little fun using their funny money. Um, I've put $10 altogether in about a month and I've deleted the apps. Uh, but all my friends said like, oh, if you, you know, they have, my friends were like, oh, if you had me, I'll give you this much money. And it worked and shit. And, you know, there's some fun little stories, but I rarely have bet my own money and I'm, I'm, I'm about to be done with the last app. So if I'm still doing it in eight months, you know, we'll see, but. I like money, bro. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas a bunch of times, Justin, and 
every time I bet, like I, I immediately am like, oh, this isn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like the fact but, that I can instantly lose my money. Um, oh, dude, I went I, I went up to $70 in Vegas and then lost it all in the matter of like 20 minutes. And I just stopped betting the whole week I was there after that. Oh, you did? So, just, yeah. But hey, you can always go to bet in uh, Los Angeles too, right? The Matrix Casino. They and, what? Yeah, the mate. There's all sorts of casinos in LA, bro. Well, yeah, I know that. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. With, I look, I totally agree with you on all that, Justin. I I was just I'm playing with their funny money for now, um, and I I am tr- trying to be aware of any type. But one of the things they say, if you're gambling on fucking like ping pong in the middle of the night. Like you got right. a fucking problem. Yeah, I would say uh, so. It, it it does make the games a little more fun though, because I'm not made a sports guy though, bro. So I will say putting the fake twenty five on the avalanche, that game was pretty fun for me to watch. So but I understand how that could could create a uh that dopamine hit, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean I it's a huge rush that people are drawn to. And there are people that do it successfully for a living that are about as expert as you can no, be. I don't think, I don't thing. think there is Justin. I think those people are just already millionaires who, who can well, have money to lose brother. No, there are some people that do it as at least a significant, like second income. I've heard that there's no such thing as a betting side hustle. There's only the such thing as a betting addiction, but well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know, but that's just a, hey, like I said, we'd save this talk for the air. If you're listening, tell me what you think about betting. Do you have your parlay hitting yeah. this weekend or does your pastor want you to stop? Is your wife begging you to stop? You can't afford diapers because you spent it all on the Browns. Let us know. Also, yeah, you can bet on wrestling Browns, too, but I'm not going to tell you where. Bet on the Browns, yeah. yeah bet you know, dude, wrestling. you can bet on you can bet on wrestling, and I was looking at the odds, and I would have lost, bro, because they said who would have won, John Cena or uh, Sokoa? What's his name? Sokoa. Yeah. Yeah, I said I was like John Cena's gonna beat his ass, but John Cena lost. It's funny. I was, you know, went over and saw my uncle and my grandma today. <laughs> uh oh. You know, he was saying it was beautiful. He said he loved seeing Cena get his ass kicked like that. Um, does he yeah he, hates he watched Johnson. crown jewel yeah my grandma watched all of it too and she was asking me she's like you know why doesn't roman reigns wrestle in shorts uh, you know like he's so <laughs> handsome he used to and she's and you know like, do you like him when you want him you to know wrestle? what the answer is right <laughs> what it's because he was in the shield dude and yeah. all the shield guys oh no yeah wrestle except right. seth Rollins. they all wrestle in that gear now yeah I know. And she's like, you know, and I was like, what do you want him to wear Speedos? She's like, yeah, why not? I'd love to see him in Speedos. Show show him her his his uh, his uh, Florida stuff. Yeah, he does. He wears his little tights, you know? Yeah, he did for a while. But it was just kind of funny that she was like, why is that? That is funny. Can you imagine him looking like a young boy out there? (laughs) Uh, He's like, the other ones wear shorts like that. Why can't he, you know? Yeah, well, some guys do, you know, some guys, you know, 
it's a weird thing. Like some really good looking guys just never wear shorts. Some guys do it. Well, Punk there, switched I, I it up. I like that. Her, Punk would always wear something different. You know, I was telling her that, you know, it took him forever just to get him to not wear the vest. True. So yeah. you're lucky you yeah. see that much. Exactly. Uh, so uh, coming up, we got a lot to talk about. Lone Star Shootout was tonight, Justin. We didn't talk about it, but it sounded like there was some great stuff. Stephanie Vacare, uh, supposedly amazing against Iwatani. My, yeah, I, uh, I also the, heard that um, the Japanese commentary is on live right now. Yeah, no, well, the show's done. It's been yeah. done for a while. Like, yeah, hours, oh, but the yeah, Star? they did the Japanese. Yeah, November so uh, no, you it had uh, it was today, November tenth. It was today, but it's not live now is what I'm saying. Right, but you can watch the Japanese. Usually it takes a couple days with the pay-per-view stuff for it to make it on, or a week or so. Yeah, yeah. So you can watch it now. Yeah, so I heard that was pretty good. You had uh, Eddie Kingston. You had Fred Rosser versus Tom Lawler, actually. which sounds like a classic uh, NJPW strong rematch. Yeah. So, uh some kind of good stuff there. Um, I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to that. We've got Survivor Series coming up. Uh, war Games. I think they might be doing the women's War Games from SmackDown tonight. Okay. They had uh, all the Japanese women on one team with Bailey. So cool. you had, you know, Kyrie Sane, Io Sky, and Asuka with Bailey. Ooh. Okay. That that could be good. War Games. I would love to see that. The domination of women in in uh, WWE, Japanese women in WWE. Yeah. We also coming up soon. We have Full Gear, which looks to be a pretty fucking awesome show. We didn't talk about AEW this week, although I have a lot of feelings on that too. I feel AEW has been good, um, and I feel like there's way too much online hatred for it. But we will talk about that another time. So Full Gear coming up. Uh, we have Omega and. Chris Irvine versus the Young Bucks and other good stuff. Jay White versus MJF and a lot of cool stories in AEW with the devil. And we will yeah. see who that is because yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited about all that. Adam, the Adam Cole thing, uh, the a lot of stuff going on there and the women's division, too, with uh, a lot of interesting stuff. Julia Hart, um, Sky Blue. So. We'll see what's going on. And two, oh, two new, uh, two new signings, which is uh, the two girls from Stardom. The girl that I, you know that, Mariah May, I sent you her video. Did you watch that? When did you send that? Uh, she, it was her, like, saying goodbye to Japan. Oh, yeah, I think I Didn't saw see that. that one? Yeah. Yeah, she just got signed by AEW. Wow. Well, they're so trying she, to beat it up, yeah, she went, Well, they're sending girls to Stardom to train for, like, six months first. Oh. Okay. So very smart, very smart. Yeah. So Mariah May um, and some more we'll see coming up here in beefing up that women's division. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, but for now, thank you for listening. Justin, thank you for being here, brother. We got an hour and a half in. Nice. That's Friday, dude. I'm telling you, we got more energy. Yes, sir. All right. All right. And uh, if anything's going on, hit me up this weekend. You going to any games? Uh, well, Kings game tomorrow. And uh, cool. yeah. Who they play? Um, Philly. Oh fuck. Yeah, we should okay. win that game, so hopefully. I think so. I think so. <laughs>
Hey, well, real quick question: How often do the West Coast teams play the East Coast teams? Um, like, is once that a year? They go one. They visit there, and they the you know one on the road, one at home. Do you play? Wait, you play every East Coast team once a year? They play every team in the league every year. Um, you know, so okay, but you're, you're in your East. division. How often do you play them? Uh, oh, I have to look, but it's like maybe four or five times. Four times you play something like that. Four to six times you play each team in your division every year. Okay. And in the conference, but the other teams you will you will hit every team once. Yes. Yeah, every team at least twice. So the, the Kings is playing the Canucks. The Canucks. They, they play the Canucks uh, probably four or five times a year. Oh, okay, because they're in the same division. Yeah. Got it. Okay, and thank and you for anything, teams you in brother. the Western and- Conference, they play a few times too, but then the Eastern Conference, they always play home and home. One Florida Panthers. They'll play the Florida Panthers this week. Actually, they play them next week. And that's the only time they'll come to LA all year. But then the Kings will go play them in Florida oh. at one point during the year. So, oh, so you have a you have a chance to watch every single team play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a nice little uh, little well, cool that, thing that about your seats. I don't go to every game because we share them with my friend, and we you know sometimes we take our kids or you know whatever. But you know, I probably went to about thirty games last year. Thirty. For thirty to thirty-five games last year, out of the forty-two. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty damn good deal right there, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Cool. Keep us updated, bro. Uh, go Kings, unless uh, playing the Knights. All right. Well, have, have a good night, yeah. Justin. Huh? Nothing. Okay. Have a good night, Justin. And you, you know what? We will see you guys later.